Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Pig Health Today, and with me is Paul Yeski. He's a veterinarian at the Swine Vet Center in St. Peter, Minnesota. Welcome, Paul. Good to be here. Now, I want to talk about something that's not necessarily a happy topic, but certainly an important one, and that's sow mortality. Um, there are statistics showing that it has uh, it doubled at least in the last three or four years. What have you seen in your practice? Yeah, the, the trend has certainly been up. And so as we've seen the numbers going up, there's always some concern anytime we see changes like that happening. We do see a lot of variability. We see herds that are still maintaining relatively uh, low numbers, and we see some herds that are having higher numbers and trying to understand what that uh, difference is in the variability. One of the concerns of one of the recent meetings in the discussion point was uh, that there's been a relative expansion in the industry of uh, the herds. And as we've seen more expansion, we tend to have a higher selection rate. And so sometimes we end up with some more mortality uh, just because we've had a higher selection rate coming into the industry, as well as we are having a higher producing animal and uh, seeing much higher levels of productivity. and. So all those things do tend to have an effect on the mortality in the in the sow populations. And I guess the real daunting thing is nobody really knows the cause. There's no steady pattern to this. Some people have pointed to feed. Some have said housing design. Um, you know, maybe it's genetics. What's your read on this situation? Yeah, I think it's a it's like many different things in the industry. It's multifactorial, and so it's not just one thing. There's going to be uh, all those different areas you talked about. And I think as we go forward here and spend more effort and time on the research, we'll understand better. Uh, again, we're seeing higher levels of productivity than we've ever seen before. And are we meeting the dietary needs? That's a good question. The, uh, the research work that was done was done a uh, number of years back on sow feed and some of those sort of things. And are we meeting the needs of this higher producing animal? The housing certainly, I think, uh, is one of those ones we have to keep looking at. And then I think from producer's standpoint, what can you do uh, in your herd to help reduce the mortality situation if your numbers are higher than where you wanna be is just to make sure we take, uh, we do that individual pig care every day and going out and checking every animal every day. And what we've seen is the herds that have fast intervention on problem animals tend to have the lowest mortalities. And again, it comes back to early detection and then proper treatment and proper handling of that animal. Well, and it's interesting that you say that because when I think of individual pig care, normally it's associated with the, the younger pigs, you're walking the pens, you're looking for the sick ones, and then you uh, treat them with an antibiotic if need be. But it's important to do that with the breeding herd too. Absolutely, and uh, we make that as a part of the the normal day is to go through and check every animal every day um, and both in the gestation as well as in the farrowing to make sure that uh, we've met all the needs that animal has. Now statistically I think most of these uh, most of the, the, the surge in sow mortality has come on farms that have had like between 2,000 and 4,000 sows. Does that make sense to you? Any reason behind that? Yeah, I think uh, where where the numbers are certainly where there's more sows and more opportunity, and um, and I I think some of those situations are to make sure that everybody is focused on that individual care and looking at those animals on a daily basis and getting in front of them early, um, as well as making sure we're doing the proper selection, and sometimes 
We just have to stand back and make sure that the right animals come into the farm. If the animal's structurally questionable, it's gonna be more difficult for that animal to stay in the herd. And we're also seeing it in the earlier parodies, you know, like parody one, parody two. Uh, what does that tell you? Yeah, I think the, the younger parody animals certainly are more stressed as they come into the herd just because of the fact uh, as the gilts enter the herd to develop the herd immunity, you know, so it's a challenge to make sure we get the vaccinations and doing the proper vet to vets uh, with the source farm so that you understand the health status as the pigs come to, as the gilts come to the farm. So we can match that up with the vaccination protocol and make sure we do the feedback, whatever we need to do to get that animal ready to enter the herd. And again, that becomes more of a challenge on those animals to make sure they enter properly and they have all the proper immunity by the time they get to uh, that first farrowing event. And when we're talking about individual pig care at the breeding herd level, what exactly does that mean? It's making sure the animal's getting up and good on all four legs, making sure the animal's eating and uh, no other signs of any health problems. And it's something we can do fairly quickly, but it is something that's important to be done daily. And as we talk about some of the diseases that uh, herds may be having challenges with, such as uh, the um, PERS and mycoplasma, we need to make sure we're doing the proper job of acclimatization. And that can be, if we don't get that done right, again, that just adds more stress to those young parity animals and ends up having them exit the system faster than they should. With the cell mortalities that you do see in your practice, is there any one or two particular causes that, that have stood out? Yeah, the, the lameness probably has been one of the challenges uh, and people are trying to understand that. The prolapses seem to be uh, more of a challenge recently and there's a, uh, uh, Iowa State has put together a, a good industry-wide look at that and some research work is actively being done to try and understand uh, what's going on in these situations and to uh, get some good get some good background data behind it so we can have a better understanding as to why it's occurring. We, we know it's occurring, we just don't know exactly why. Now, the pork industry obviously does a lot of things well. Most of its numbers are up. Uh, it's certainly a very uh, efficient industry. What are, what are we doing differently over the last, let's say, three to five years that might be causing this spike in sow mortality? Any idea? Yeah, I, I do think some of the some of the challenges that have come in recently is just the demand for the numbers. And so uh, sometimes they're just not that many. Uh, ideally, we'd have a selection rate somewhere in the uh, 50 to 60 percent range. And sometimes we end up having selection rates in the 70 to 80 percent range. And so some of those animals probably shouldn't shouldn't have come to the barn to begin with. And so I think that's one challenge to make sure we've got everything sized up properly. If you're doing internal multiplication, you have to make sure you have a big enough uh, purebred herd making the replacement animals that you need. If you're sourcing, outsourcing your animals, you gotta make sure you're bringing enough of the animals in to allow for proper selection. And sometimes we get caught up in the trap of just taking what's available. Now we've talked about walking the pens, keeping a close eye on the breeding herd, and also selection. Um, where are some other areas that producers should focus to try to minimize sow mortality? Yeah, I think it's, um, it comes back to, uh, again, making sure we keep the animals in the right body condition. Uh, that's a very important thing for the sow herd. 
And if we, uh, if we get the animals into the herd, we keep them in the right body condition, that's gonna add to their longevity. And if the animals are yo-yoing a lot on weight, it's gonna add more stress and more, more challenges. And so we try and keep them very uniform and consistent on weight, as well as we said before, making sure we manage the, um, uh, understand the health status the animal is coming in, manage it to match our herd, and then uh, identify the problems as they show up. Well, Paul, I know it's a topic that has more questions and answers, but as always, you've done a great job of bringing some clarity to the situation. Thank you. We've been talking to Paul Yeske. He's a swine veterinarian at the Swine Vet Center in St. Peter, Minnesota. Thanks again for coming by. You bet.